case study 0043131313 with musician Travers Gaunt. In the 13th month of the 13th year of a new millennium, humans battle a world of demons. That doesn't sound right. So, Travers, how are you doing? I think I'm doing really good today. That's really good to hear. Has something changed? Is something new? I, I just feel like... I, I've just been inspired. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. You know, I loved this movie. There's just so many layers and levels mm-hmm. to it. I'm kind of blown away by it. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. It was bonkers, but... Well, that's... It was a work of art at how bonkers it was. Oh, my God. Let's dig in because I am so excited to talk about this movie. Me too. Okay, cool. We start off with the dream sequence, which we don't know is a dream sequence, obviously. Rose petals on the floor, the main characters following them into the house. And he gets to, he gets to uh, the master bedroom where his wife has bologna on her face and his child has Nutella on her face. And the kid's like, play dolls with us, daddy. I'm assuming that that was supposed to be the child's face on the mom. However, it did not look like that at all. No. Unfortunately, there was a lot of great ideas in this film Mm -hmm. that they did not have the budget for, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even at its most brilliant, it still had that asylum touch. Yes. And I must say, even though it was a full-on baloney on that woman's face. I thought it was like paper bag leather face. <laughs> it could be that as well. <laughs> the baloney though sounds better. Maybe that's a little too out of budget for them. I don't know. They could just grab it off the craft service table. It's fine. Oh, yeah, here we go. I would have been disappointed if it looked any more realistic than it did. It was perfect <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. It's exactly what I needed. Do we roll credits now or is... No, no, no. No, there's a bunch of dissolves because there's a lot... Yeah. This movie really likes its dissolves. Yeah, it does. <laughs> This is Jack's dream, and he wakes up in a tent, which this whole camping thing was just confusing to me. (laughs) Like, what? What day of the week is this? What what are you guys doing? It looked like a weekday because there was no traffic, and it was like the morning or afternoon or whatever. The guys outside his tent... I was so confused. The guys outside of his tent were laughing at the most hysterical thing ever that I will never know what it is. I actually nicknamed the big guy Laffy Joe. Because his name is Joe. He's like laughing the entire movie. Did you see what his actual name is in the credits? His name is Nihilus Gill. I saw... That's him? I saw that name. I'm like, what? Yeah, what indeed. And he doesn't even have a photo on IMDb. It's just like... Here's a dude that has a crazy name and is in a ton of other things, but no picture. It's weird. So they're like having the best time. I thought like maybe these people were, they were intruding on his space. Why are they up and why is he asleep? Obviously already drunk. It was weird. It's like, wait, are they camping or are they just pulled over with tents and taking a leak or something? It was really like... They didn't really have a fire going on. No, they showed a shot of somebody putting a fire together, yeah. but I don't think that person had anything to do with that no. scene at all. 
the other guys, they seemed like they were there to party. They had been there for a while. They were yeah. partying. But Jack was just like, oh, you guys, I was just trying to sleep or what? Like, what? What's going on with this camping trip? It's weird. Yeah. And why is he hanging out with those guys? Dude, I mean, those guys suck. Those guys <laughs> suck assholes. That is like the very definition of a cab. Those guys. I hated them so much. Because I actually, when I was taking my notes last night, as soon as they zoomed in on those guys, I just wrote, oh yeah, these guys, <laughs> those fucking guys. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> How can I forget? How can you forget? Joe. Oh, wait, wait. Did you check out his tats on his shins? <laughs> Those shin tats? I saw them. I did not look too closely. I don't think they were real tats. I hope they weren't. Okay. For I, his sake. I did take note that I was like, I don't think those are real. But then he had some on his arm that looked like the same exact art style. Yeah, like six-year-old? I think he just has a lot of weird ass tattoos. They, but he had like like it looked like a clown family on his shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and also <laughs> it looked like nursery decorations from the sixties, which I love, but also weird as hell for Nihilus Joe or whatever his name is. <laughs> so just telling this super hilarious story about a dead rabbit, Jack looks at his watch and he's like, All right, you guys, who's messing with my watch? And his watch says 1313, 13 for the date. You know what? Our ride has just begun. Yes. And now the credits roll. Well, they have this fight about the time and his watch. Who cares? But Oh, but but, but well, you know, that's very important. Oh, is it? I think it's important because that was one of the first kind of red flags I saw in this movie was because it's like in the car on the clock radio or <laughs> CD player <laughs> or cassette deck, whatever, whichever one it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the digital display said 13, 13, 13. And Jack's like, look, dudes, like what? This is just like my watch. Like what's going on? This is weird. And those guys are like, it's weird, but whatever. <laughs> it's like. Yes. I don't know. The guys that are into conspiracy stories like that would be the first to be like freaking out and making shit up. But these guys aren't even smart enough to be into conspiracy theories. They're just like dumbass cops that are like, whatever, I like guns. What? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I don't know what I'm talking about. But still, the lack of interest. Yeah. No, for sure. One guy was like, oh, yeah, that's weird. And yeah. that was it. Yeah, it's weird. That's what my watch just said. That was like two hours ago. And now the car says that. What? Mm-hmm. All right. And this is when I had to look up when The Happening was made because I had a feeling it was going to be very similar. The Happening was released in 2008. And obviously this is 2013. It had 15. to be 13. It had to be released t- 2015. It says 2015 on the um, thing. But oh, you know what? It was probably released in 2015 and made in 2013. <laughs> I was thinking that. That is very Because the flip phones. Right. <laughs> if I had a smartphone by 2015, anyone that's working in Hollywood has a smartphone. Anyone and everyone. Even the grip. You guys, <laughs> when he says what's going on with the clock, the one guy that I hate the most, his name is Quentin. And I'm going to call him... Let's call him Quinn, because I don't want to say that whole dumbass thing. They call him Quinn by the end. Yeah, yeah. That's why. (laughs) You got it. He's like, yeah, man, that's the law of attraction. No, it's not. That is absolutely not what that is. Dumbass. (laughs) Well, I want to say one more thing about the car ride. Yeah. There's the other dude. 
<laughs> the third dude, was his name Trevor or? I think it was Trevor. Because he was asking Jack about his daughter. Ooh, once he said that, I was like, this is going to get gross and I do not like it. He says, oh, she's the sweetest little girl. And he gets all excited about seeing her. Mm -hmm. He's a little too excited. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like not cool. Yeah. And then they get to his house and he was like, hey, Kendra, how's it going? Dude, she's 12. And there are adult men around who are seeing what you're doing. You are not hiding anything. You creep. But when we meet Kendra. <laughs> well, we, we, we get a glimpse right after he yes. walks out of the shot. Mm -hmm. She's sitting there staring at her hands. There's a CGI spider in her hand. <laughs> they couldn't find a spider. Daddy long legs, anything. Peter's pretty aggressive these oh, days. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's right. And she just like kind of like plays with it for a minute and then smashes it and then she eats it. And the biggest problem I had with that is that she ate it like it was a cracker and not like something that was smushed. Like she's like chewing on it. Yeah. I, I was, <laughs> like, I just was... like, just lick it and swallow. That's all you need to do with a smash biter. I can tell you from experience. I mean, that's probably how it works. She looked like she was working on it for a while. Yes, she really was. <laughs> So all the boys go inside to his ex-house because he gave it to his soon-to-be ex-wife. <laughs> his wife. Jack's trying to talk to his ex-wife and she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just, I, I'm trying to get this clean. And like throughout this whole scene, she's just trying to get something clean. And she cannot get it clean, Travers. She can't. <laughs> it won't go away. It won't go away. It's still there. They're just fully ignoring her because why would they ever like pay attention to that? They're cops. Why would they have any bit of observance at all? And then finally they're like, what's going on? Oh, you're tearing your arm off completely. Okay, maybe we should do something about that. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. He also says, this is a great line. Jack says, oh, she's a bit of a workaholic. <laughs> yeah, she's doing <laughs> dishes. What are you talking about? I mean, I assume she's in the sink. <laughs> but also in that scene, Jack was like, hey, I'm going to take my daughter out to dinner. It's like afternoon. You guys yeah. want to join us? Joe is like, uh, I don't know. And Quinn's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like he totally snaps on him. I was like, the caption said, lighten up. What it sounded like is load up. So I don't know what was going on there. Quinn's a little bit iffy is all I'm saying. Yeah, he's... Something's up with that guy. <laughs> it's because he's a cop. That's the easy explanation. Yes, it, it is. And I is. like the easy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, know his true motivation. <laughs> yeah, his true motivation is just murder because he's a cop. What are you oh, not yeah. getting? Uh, okay, beating up hippies and mm -hmm. non-white people. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So they get to the hospital and Jack is sitting there waiting to see his wife. And this is when it starts to get so fucking good. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, he's waiting by a desk and some guy comes in and he's like, hey, I'm trying to find my brother. The reception people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I already told you. I was like, he just walked in. You didn't tell him shit yet. What are, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? He's like, sir, the hospital is extremely busy right now. Yeah, it's a hospital. What? Dude. That was pretty much the entirety of every hospital worker. Just like, I'm busy. It, because it's 13, 13, 13, apparently. And also, he ends the conversation with, fuck you very much. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. Because <laughs> you have, the, yeah, that was orange hoodie guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> everyone in this movie ends up coming back later. Yes. Or they get extra screen time. Yeah, well, they or they come so back for screen actors, time. Like, come on. The thing I love about this movie is obviously apocalypse movie. Love that. Mm-hmm. Very much like if they had just tweaked a little tiny something, it would have been a zombie movie and been just as good. But I love where it was just as it is. I like it more. It was trying to, there's parts of it that are like someone working on it wanted to make it a zombie movie, right. but everyone else is like, this isn't a zombie movie. Yeah. This is a movie about the asshole apocalypse. Yes. It's like, <laughs> we don't need zombies because people, everyone just becomes a total asshole. Yes. Yeah, they just become total assholes. Yeah, you don't need to be dead to be an asshole. And it's kind of, I can't believe that it was made in... Somewhere between 2013 and 2015. <laughs> I thought it might have even been 2012 because, mm. it, or 2011, because in 2011, mm-hmm. uh, that's when they made 11, 11, 11, 12, 12, 12. Right, 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 so right, 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 they made them all. I just figured they'd make them all at once. <laughs> just in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen those other ones? No, I have not. I have not either. I assume this is a standalone because it had such a standalone story, but I have no idea. I don't know if it's a sequel or not. Jack's wife comes wheeled out in a gurney and she's like, <laughs> like she's like fake crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And she's not restrained and like she's flailing. Hospital, do your job. She is here for a reason. And then that one doctor, man, he goes off. The one where full he, McCoy. The one where uh, Jack goes to the third floor and he's like looking around and there's people in the hallways. <laughs> the guy reaches out and he's like, "Help me!" And then dies immediately. And the doctor that's right next to him is like, "Oh, what the fuck!" <laughs> it's the thirteenth person I lost today. <laughs> <laughs> he is my favorite of this whole movie. <laughs> he was just. Was that the guy? Because the, the, there was the doctor that just ended up just going off like, I'm a fucking doctor. I don't need guy. to fucking help you. <laughs> well, actually. Jack is like, why do you think all these people are dying today? He's like, why the fuck would I know? <laughs> I was the, the fucking, fucking doctor. doctor. <laughs> what? Look at the fucking press? What the fuck? <laughs> I. What does that even mean, sir? I don't. <laughs> That well, was my favorite. I love how he's looking for room 13. <laughs> what fucking floor? No one gives him a damn floor. Right. If you say room 13 to me, I'm going to assume that's the first floor because you're not giving me a number in front of 13. Yeah. What? It's not going to be one three. No. <laughs> Stupid. There was a patient with a 13 carved into her head. Oh, I loved that. That, yeah, that was, was really great. cool. <laughs> And this is also, he was on the wrong floor, obviously. Well, then he finally stepped off. The The right floor was floor three, because I saw in the, when the elevator opened, I could mm-hmm. see the number on the elevator. Right. Right. Yes. I was looking for clues. <laughs> and the doctor was like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> the, the swearing in this slurs. movie was so good. It, you know what? It was it, really good it swearing. Was really it good really made me happy. Because... You don't swear in asylum movies. I've seen a total of two movies with swears in them this entire run. This movie was full of it, and I was there for it. I fucking loved it. It was good swearing. Yes, it was perfect. Like it all was those exactly doctors, oh they were just God. like, oh, they were so amazing. <laughs> so good. Oh, then, oh, he goes to the receptionist. <laughs> And she's all nice to him. And then he says, oh, thankfully, I finally run into someone in this hospital that's not an asshole. And then she's like, well, you're the only asshole I see. Something to that effect. Yes, exactly. And he's like, what? 
You heard her. You heard her, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to Jack's old house. The Dummy Brothers, Quinn and Joe, they're drinking. They're deep in it already. They're drinking beers and Quinn loses it and he yells at Trevor, just get me a fucking beer before I smash your fucking face in. <laughs> And Trevor's just like, okay, whatever. He's like, okay, but did he get him a beer? I don't. If he did, he didn't show it because he immediately went outside and was like, "Hey, what's up, Kendra? What's going on?" He's <laughs> creeping on the twelve-year-old. And Kendra was amazing. Oh, she well, she was drawing like a, all these concentric circles <sighs> yes, on the ground, like some crazy spirally. Oh, so good. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, what are you playing?" She sits there for a second, and then she's just like. None of your fucking business. <laughs> My dad told me not to talk to you. You're a fucking pervert. <laughs> you want to fuck little kids? Do you? Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it gets in deep. Yeah, it gets deep. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, what the fuck? And then he starts to just slap the shit out of her. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, it's cool. I can play this game, too. And she starts headbutting the cement. What? So good. Oh, did she headbutt him after the cement? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah, after yeah. the cement. Because he's like, stop it, stop it. And he, like, gets down to her level. And she's like, okay, I'll stop hitting my head. And then she just starts smashing his head into the cement oh. over and over until it's just a bloody pile it was 13 times was it really yeah i counted it the oh, second time shit, i watched dude. it i counted it and and then it cuts back into the house uh -huh. then it cuts back oh. and she starts so the count starts over there's nine hits mm -hmm. yeah yeah the second time like uh it cuts back to the house you can hear the last four from the house yeah you can because i counted it it's like <laughs> she hits some nine times on the ground cuts to the house and uh -huh. i still hear four more times and i'm like yeah that's more of that, please. That was, I did not count, and I'm so glad you did. That is fucking <laughs> fantastic. And I got to say, the sound in this movie, I mean, it was wonky and weird, but also the detail to just like insanity of the background that you won't ever see, but like sirens that you'll never get acknowledged. Yeah. And like people screaming in the background that will never get acknowledged. I loved it. I loved it so much. I love that detail. So we get back to the hospital. The establishing shot uh -huh. in front of the hospital. Mm -hmm. It shows someone just like walking normal, mm -hmm. you know, like like a doctor while everything's turning into bedlam. There's just someone. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. They're just they're just strutting down the street. It's my shift is up. I got to get going. Yeah, because like, and, and then I think they use that same shot like two or three <laughs> times. And it's the same. You see the same person coming from the same spot. That sounds about right. <laughs> So we get to Jack's wife's room. This was just weird because the POV made it look like Jack was trying not to fall asleep. There's like a weird blinking effect on the lens or whatever. And those dissolves and yeah, yeah, fades. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it had nothing to do with anything. First off, why was he falling asleep? Second off, it doesn't affect the story at all. It was weird. I it did, yeah, I was like, what's going on? And then... <laughs> I was just like, okay, this movie likes fades and dissolves, but for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like fine. Homer Simpson's just on the <laughs> on the switcher. 
<laughs> Star wipes. Where the wall, wipes. where like Star the wipes. other camera, the, the camera shots are only about six inches apart, right. so they're not that different, which made the dissolves and transitions even more unnecessary. Exactly. Also, I must note Mary's bandage. That was not a wound bandage. That was like an ace bandage wrapped around her bloody arm. Did you notice that? Because it's all brown. Yeah. And weird. That's not gauze. That's how you do it. No. What are you doing, hospital? <laughs> well, they're fucking doctors. They don't fucking care. <laughs> they don't got time for sick people. So Joe and Quentin, back to Joe and Quentin, they find oh. Kendra and she's smearing Trevor's blood all on top of his face and just having a great time. Oh, yeah. That's when that's happening. Uh-huh. A, there's hardly any blood on his face. And yeah, his face yeah. is not smashed in no. for being smashed against the ground 26 times. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it should be mush. It should be unrecognizable as human. And she wasn't playing, man. Like that girl was smashing that <laughs> mm-hmm. dude's skull. And the sounds for that? Oh, gold. Beautiful. Beautiful. Joe and Quinn go out there. They're like, what the fuck? And she jumps Quinn, I believe. Yeah. Oh, boy. It gets rough. They start beating the shit out of her. And then Quinn runs to his car. And he's like, Joe, hold her down. Roadkill. Because that's something we didn't mention about the ride home from camping. Oh, roadkill. Jack was like, hey, look up ahead. Roadkill. Like, don't hit that. And Quinn was like, fuck yeah, 10 points. I just killed something. Which at first I just thought that he ran over a roadkill, but I think that he actually killed the animal. Yeah, I, I couldn't quite tell. Yeah. The animal looked like it was kind of sitting there for a while. It did, but I feel like the fact that he gave himself so many points <laughs> means that, and he was so excited that I think that he actually killed it. <laughs> That's that's what I'm going with. So he was really excited to do this to this little girl as well. <laughs> God damn it. This fucking movie. Back in the hospital. Yeah. After all the dissolves, you see that there's bedlam happening outside because that's what wakes him up from his almost right. nap. That's right. Mary Rachel observed as she walked in in the movie because you see a silhouette of someone outside of the door. She's like, where did that stripper pole come from? <laughs> Because it looked like a shadow of someone on a stripper pole. It really did, because he was holding it in a weird way. Yeah, no. Yeah, she's just walking by, and I'm like, ooh, I got to write that down. (laughs) And Jack, he smashes a guy's head, like father, like daughter. With the door, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like after the stripper pole. This is way later, though. Oh, it is? He smashes the dude's head in when Candace grabs him and brings him into the other room. And they're like, oh, we got to escape. Oh, oh, that's right. I mean, we got to mention the fact that Quinn does get to make roadkill from Jack's neighbors that were really hurt and upset. The neighbor was like, help me, help me. And Joe is holding down this little girl to get run over. And he looks up at the neighbor and he's like, Dude, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how to react to that, sir. <laughs> Mary wakes up and Jack's like, you know what? I'm going to call Kendra. She really misses you. Not that he would know. He calls Quinn and is like, put Kendra on the phone. And then he talks to Kendra. What the hell was that? That None of that made I was no. like, huh? This is all these people are long gone, Jack. You are not talking to those people. Or... No, just doesn't make sense. Because Kendra ran off. Yeah. 
Quinn is insane. And they end up going back into the house. Right. And forgetting why they even left the house. They keep going back and forth like, we're insane. And then, wait, what were we just talking about? Love it. Yeah. (laughs) So as Jack is not talking to Kendra, I don't know what he's doing on the phone. He turns his back on Mary and she attacks him. (laughs) I feel like that shot was supposed to be really menacing and creepy, but it was just goofy as hell. Yeah. Her standing on the bed and then jumping on him. He like smacks her off him and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then she jumps out the third story window and is dead. And then he just, he's like, oh, whoa, no. The weirdest reaction. He just sits there for a really long time. No, like... Somebody help. Nothing. It was weird as hell. Yeah, he just kind of stares. Yeah. And also, I mean, the thing is why this the scene was a little lackluster in energy was the fact that while he's on the phone, he's in front of the hospital bed, and she's taking her time to stand <laughs> up on the bed to pounce him. Yeah. Like, there's no surprise in this. Like, okay. No, not at all. He's completely clueless, and she's about to jump him, and how is this going to turn out? It was like a scene out of Home Alone or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Jack's house and Quinn picks up a hunting knife. Oh, it's just sitting by the door. It's just like in that cup. Yeah. He walks in the house and it's just sitting there. Yeah, as you do. And it's not in a sheath. No, no, no. Of course not. Come on. He just starts laughing maniacally. Oh my God. He's having the best time. And Joe's like, what? What is so funny? He was like, oh my God. You know what would be hilarious? And then he stabs Joe in the stomach. Love it. I mean, I love, this is what makes me really love Joe. It's like, <laughs> he just forgets that his gut has been stabbed. Yeah. He's like, oh God. Oh fuck. Oh God. Oh my God. This is hilarious. Oh my God. Are you serious? I can't believe you did that. Oh my God. <laughs> you dear. did that. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's funny. They go up and they like look at each other and they stand up. They go to the wall and like, what are they doing at the wall? And Quinn takes blood from Joe's stomach. Yes. And makes a line on the wall and then Joe's like, yeah, yeah, dude. And he makes uh what I like <laughs> took me way too long to realize was a three in blood. I thought they were trying to make a B. I was like, what does B stand for? <laughs> I just thought they were on drugs finger painting with with blood. Right, right, right. And it really I mean that I really liked that scene because mm-hmm. it it was really drawn out and they kept laughing mm-hmm. as they're sticking, they're both sticking hands in Joe's stomach yes. to get blood to finger paint the walls. with. I'm like, this is like some David Lynch shit. Yes, it totally was. Where it they're was just so laughing. Fun. It's like, if this was like directed just a little bit better, uh-huh. I would have thought it was David Lynch. Because it very much had that kind of vibe from Twin Peaks or Blue Velvet. Yeah, it was surreal. And yes. like, even when they went outside and they had just murdered a couple people and like, all this shit had just happened. They both just like stood there for a good three beats, just like staring. And then Joe's like, you can go inside. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was exactly. Well, what let's I go wanted. to the back door because all those people are clawing at the front. <laughs> the not zombies, right? The no- right yeah. Right. The non zombies. <laughs> they just keep going to the same spot. They don't spread out at all. No. <laughs> they don't follow people. They're just like, I want to go to that room. So I'm going to bang on this window. Oh, Quinn yells at Joe to start boarding up the windows. <laughs> <laughs> go get wood. He's like, okay. 
It he comes... gets one two by four. <laughs> That's not very Puts long. Puts over one window. <laughs> I don't think there's any other window reinforcements throughout the film. There are later, but they never show him putting oh, okay. them up. Okay, because I was just... kind of looking for him. I'm like, did they do more? Yeah, but Camera's it was just shaky. like three that would do absolutely nothing. <laughs> And he nailed them in with the butt of a gun. Yes. I was just waiting for that gun to go off and kill somebody. <laughs> so now Jack is like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Everyone's screaming. There's blood everywhere down the hospital hallway. Oh, that, I call that blood corridor because that was pretty fucking <laughs> rad. <laughs> yeah, it was. You had like the glass panels towards the floor. Mm-hmm. In all the separate rooms, there's always yes. someone like going nuts and blood on the floor. Yes, and I thought yes, that was yes. beautiful. That was great. I noticed one guy was butting his head up against a door that was not locked or even closed. Yes! Every time he yes! butt his head, it would open a little bit. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. Of course. That this made me was really happy. Very much an office building and not at all a hospital. No, it looked like it looked like some eighties <laughs> office park building. Yeah. And even like in the ICU, there was just like a printout paper that said ICU next to the door. <laughs> yes. So Jack gets pulled into this room by Candy and she explains it all. It's all about leap years and the number 13 and she explained it all and I still have no fucking idea what is happening. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I really liked how, because she would say something, mm-hmm. first thing she said to him, because mm-hmm. you see her when he's at the receptionist right. checking in with Mary, you see Candace is there and she overhears him telling the receptionist, it's like, what's your birthday? Your birthday is leap year. You're not even 21. You're too young to drink. (laughs) He's like, yeah, good one. Yeah. And then he says like, a lot of people are born on leap year. (laughs) And I'm like, wonder if this is going to have anything to do with leap year. Because I was already like going into it. What's this 13 month deal? Is it smart? I want it to be smart. (laughs) It should have been. But wouldn't the 13th month of the year be January? Why would it be February? I don't under. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. December is the 12th month and then January. Yeah. And then, but no, they're saying that February, right? Weren't, weren't they saying it was February because of the leap year and yeah. all this bullshit? It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, well, I mean, I mean, her explanations were like. The fact that she was so adamant about her explanation, it was like, how do you fucking know any of this bullshit? What are you fucking talking about? Oh, she totally starts getting into some crazy pseudoscience about it all. Because <laughs> yes. it's all like, because of this calendar, and it didn't really make any sense. It's like, right. She was like, well, every 120 year. years, there's <laughs> an extra month. Okay. Granted, you were born on a leap year, so you probably are really into leap year facts. But that sounds like bullshit you just came up with. Why would a leap year have anything to do with people losing their shit? Like mass hysteria. Like how? Because it's just a calendar. It's just a day. There's no significance to this shit. Thank you. A calendar means nothing to anybody. Time is irrelevant. It's just. Yeah. Come on. She explains to him. Because when she pulls him in, Jack's like, she's like, I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And Jack's like, what about <laughs> what about him? And points to a body that is covered with a bloody sheet. Jack, I think he's cool. I don't <laughs> think he's going to be a problem, Jack. Well, he thought it might be a zombie movie. He wasn't sure. 
<laughs> so she goes on to explain that that's her nephew. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. that was weird. It was weird as fuck because she was like, you don't even know. Have you ever buried a child? It's like, no, have you? No, you haven't. A, that's your nephew. Yeah. And what's going on in your past where you're burying children, lady? What's no. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, because it's really. How do you know? How do you know it's rough? That's not your child. And you haven't buried him yet. What are you talking about, Candy? Yeah. What a cliffhanger. Tune in next time for the stunning conclusion. So until next week, thanks for joining us this week on the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to musician Travers Gaunt and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm Tressa Slater, and fuck this number!